When it all seems to be hitting the fan, how do you reboot quickly? Hi, welcome to another conversation here on Business Mindset Mastery. I'm so glad to be talking to you guys again today. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership consultant. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And I have to tell my longtime listeners, people who have followed me, um, you know, through, uh, we're, I think we're into year two now. Um, if you've listened to me since the beginning of the show, you have probably heard this episode before. I actually went back to try to find it to see if I had actually done this episode already, um, and I couldn't find it. And so the risk of repeating myself, I wanted to offer you one of my quick tips. So like one of my mindset minutes for when it all seems to be going wrong or something is really hard or you're feeling like you're in a period of struggle. Sometimes I call those moments like the walls are caving in a little bit, or you just feel kind of dumped on or piled on, or things keep being hard. You know, we talked a couple of weeks ago together about what do you do when you're chronically tested, but sometimes it's not chronically tested. It's not like a little nudge here and a ping there and a ding there. Sometimes it's just like a full on assault all at once. All the crap happens, it all goes wrong. It all goes to hell in a handcart immediately. And a lot of times the response for a lot of business owners and a lot of clients that I've had over the years, because I think this happens to us personally and professionally, this is definitely going to be like one of those being human moments that business owners can take for their personal lives and for their professional lives, you know, is this idea that when it all happens at once, it's so easy to get overwhelmed. And, you know, I've repeated it on the show a thousand times, Matthew Kimberly's quote about overwhelm is we don't get overwhelmed when we don't know what to do. We get overwhelmed when we don't know what to do next. And a lot of times what can trigger that overwhelm is the onslaught of a lot of crap in rapid succession at, at a, in like a short enough period of time that feels like it happens all at once, Right. And so one of the things that I had been sort of teaching my mental health therapy clients back in my brick and mortar days on repeat was this quick little lesson for how to manage those moments and those times. And I realized that I couldn't pinpoint a specific podcast episode where I had shared this lesson with you. And on the off chance that I haven't already done so, I wanted to make sure that I got this in my audio library because I think it's a really important tool that you can quickly grab, put in your back pocket, and use on repeat in so many different situations and so many different times in your life. So I want you to think about if you're currently being piled on, if it currently just feels really hard and like the walls are caving in, or I want you to think to the last time, oh, Heather was speaking to me there. Oh, it's just like that. Go back to that period of time or just reflect on where you currently are. And I want you to ask yourself a question. Is this a climate issue or is this a weather issue? 
I think a lot of times when we get dumped on, and I'm remembering my days living back on the East Coast when a blizzard would come and just dump 27 inches of snow in a two-day span of time, it would just feel all-consuming. And the winter would just feel never-ending and hard and awful. And I would forget that it actually hadn't snowed in three previous weeks and there was no more snow in the forecast for at least another week and a half or two weeks. It was a weather incident, not a climate incident. And weather storms are consistent with the New England climate, but they don't rule the day and they don't last forever. The climate in New England is that like you don't like the weather, wait a minute and it will change, right? That's the story, that's the joke that a lot of East Coasters say. So when you're thinking about your emotional well-being and the stress that you're managing and the tasks that you're managing and the things that you're holding on to, if you can look at what is actually a climate issue versus a weather event, It can help you sort out for yourself how you wish to respond because you don't want to go all in balls to the wall in addressing a weather incident that's just going to clear itself up in a day or two. You need to reserve your energy and your peace of mind for addressing the climate, for preparing, for having the prevent defense, for normalizing it, developing an attack plan because on the East Coast, it's funny, I Still, I still have my ice scraper in my car here in California, but on the East Coast, I always left my ice scraper in the car because who knew when you were just going to get like errant frost on the windows or something like that. And on, on the West Coast, my car gets really foggy. There's a lot of condensation and it's hard to see when you're backing out of the driveway. So I use my old ice scraper. I use the brush side and I just brush the condensation away because I want to be prepared because I know the climate. And I know that at any point in time, I'm going to need that. I think a lot of times people forget the climate that they're in. So for example, this comes to mind when I was talking to you at the end of the summer and beginning of fall of last year, when I was talking to you about having a really slow August. And if you recall in those conversations, I kind of went into panic mode a little bit. I had had a really good like run of consistent weeks upon weeks of having a full client caseload and then suddenly it just like bottomed out out of nowhere. I started questioning my lead generation. I started worrying that my podcast wasn't accurately connecting. I was scrambling to come up with a quick fix when at some point in time my husband said to me like well it's always slow when you were a therapist in August because nobody wants to talk about their problems when they're on summer vacation and it was like yeah aha, the the lights dawned over Marblehead and the the skies opened and insight rained. And it was true that, you know, having a slow August isn't a sign that I had done something wrong or I hadn't planned accurately enough for my business. It was a sign that I had forgotten the climate of my business because the climate of my business, regardless if you call it therapy or you call it mindset, you know, consulting, it's still the same 
thing. It still has the same slow season and it still has the same busy season. But the mistake that I made is I didn't plan for it with my online business. With my brick and mortar business, I always had projects and things I wanted to do during the downtime. That's when I scheduled my time off. That's when I scheduled any marketing I was going to do or any, you know, any kind of, you know, sort of, um, you know, taking care of business type tasks. I would put it on the list and I would deal with it when things slowed up so that I wasn't juggling those, you know, sort of annoying pesky tasks at a time when I was also juggling and managing a lot of clients. So I learned to manage the climate. But the only way we do that is if we stop and pause and ask ourselves, is this just a weather event or am I dealing with a climate issue? Because a lot of people, and this is sort of a theme that I saw a lot at the end of last year with some of the clients as we were wrapping up the year and doing years and reviews, that a lot of people, you know, not only have a climate, but they're creating a climate. That feast or famine mentality, the, you know, the anxiety and the tension that can go into launch mode, the you know, the ups and the downs of the entrepreneurial roller coaster is, you know, this belief that there always has to be fueled by a crisis or by some sort of sense of urgency, rather than saying this way of running your business, this way of moving through the world, it's not working for you. It's hurting you. Look at you. You're holding your stomach. Your head hurts. You're not sleeping. You've lost your appetite. You can't eat. Like, what are you doing for yourself? And look at all the ways you were contributing to the climate, rather than looking at ways you can create a new one for yourself. And if you're not sure like of how you're participating in the climate or in in the weather event, it's always good to kind of take a moment, to take a breath, to step back and to kind of scan and say like how much of this chaos, how much of this upset, how much of this upheaval, stress, whatever you want to call it, fill in the blank with your own personal situation, how much of this are you contributing to? How much of this are you giving permission to? And I think when it comes specifically to the entrepreneurial space, we have given entirely too much permission to a climate of business ownership that comes with these extreme highs and then these extreme lows. And that, my friends, I have to tell you, is just a made-up concept by online business owners. My dad owned a franchise for years, and he was never like, oh, it's super busy now and now it's super slow and oh my gosh, I'm feeling really up and oh my gosh, I'm feeling down. It's, you know, his business was on a college campus. He owned a restaurant. So he knew regularly on a college campus his his busy time wasn't going to be at breakfast, right? So he knew that lunch would be really busy and dinner would be really busy. And then, you know, maybe late night stuff would be busy. He knew that that time from September to May would be busier than May to September because kids, you know, there's less students in summer school than in the regular school year. He knew all of the climates. So there was no, there's no like huge weather event. There was no huge like desolation and demolition of the business because he knew how it was going to run. And as business owners, it's our responsibility to be monitoring the climate while not 
overreacting to weather events. And you can only do that if you're willing to zoom that lens back. So if you find yourself stuck in the weeds, if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you're finding yourself easily distracted, moving from task to task, feeling like you can't get from uh, like out from under the weight of it all, I really encourage you to do a gut check here. And I encourage you to ask yourself, am I responding to a climate issue or am I responding to a weather event issue? It doesn't mean that if it's a climate issue, you're not responding and going, well, that's just part of the climate. Nor does it mean that if it's a weather event issue, you're like, oh, I don't have to deal with that. It'll go away on its own in two days. But it will determine how much of a measured response you offer. And that's my challenge to you today, to take a look at your response, to take a look at what you're giving energy to and to see how it's serving you and how it's affecting you, your mental health, your emotional well-being, and the fiscal health of your business and your bottom line. When you can step back and look at that, you then get to more specifically and intentionally chart the path for what happens next. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you have a friend, a colleague, somebody else in the business space who you think would benefit from my two cents, I would really love it if you use the podcast app that you're finding this show on to let your friends and colleagues know how to find me and how to tune in. I would love it if you just took a quick five minutes to leave me a review. Thank you so much for your time today. I really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.